Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Tonight in Manassas 44, Metro Center 47, Frederick 46, and we're heading down to the 30s tonight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, the Washington Commanders lock in a new head coach. He's coming here from the Dallas Cowboys. WTOP's continuing coverage of the start of the Dan Quinn era, including some words from the Cowboys' play-by-play man tonight about whether Quinn is a good coach. A Prince George's County police officer shoots and kills a man this evening while responding to a breaking and entering call. The plan to build a casino in Tyson's has hit a snag. Two women at their wit's end are searching for help. I'm Scott Gelman. And it's 11 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper, a developing story out of Clearwater, Florida, where a single-engine plane has crashed into a residential area. The plane struck a mobile home park, and the Clearwater fire chief says there are multiple fatalities. A Pacific storm is bringing what's described as a fire hose of rain to parts of California. I'm Elise Preston here in northern California's wine country, where crews have closed off roads, keeping drivers away from floodwaters. Like here in Sonoma County, where the incessant storm washed out a road, stranding a driver and forcing this overnight water rescue across the area the pounding rain had nowhere to go several wineries are underwater after the russian river swelled and overflowed a second atmospheric river is expected in california on sunday the u.s is ready to launch a series of airstrikes against iranian-backed militias in iraq and syria in retaliation for last weekend's deadly drone hit in jordan CBS News military consultant Jeff McCausland says it will be stronger than earlier strikes against Iranian-backed rebels in Yemen. This will be much more comprehensive, I think, in terms of the number of targets, the number of aircraft involved, and it will go on for several days as they hit a target, do battle damage assessment, and then determine they need to strike it a second time. Meantime, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has apologized for the secrecy surrounding his recent surgery and hospitalization. A California teenager is charged as an adult for a swatting incident at a mosque in Florida. CBS's Jeff Pegues also reports... Investigators say the 17-year-old California resident has been calling in numerous disturbing and fake threats. Last May, he allegedly threatened a mosque in Seminole County, Florida, adding gunfire in the background. He's allegedly targeted Washington State, Texas, Florida, and Maryland at times, including hate messages denigrating race, religion, and sexual orientation. President Biden releases an executive order that aims to punish Israeli settlers who have been attacking Palestinian civilians in the occupied West Bank. The order imposes sanctions on those who engage in violence. The attacks have spiked since Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th. 
More than 200 staffers with the Chicago Tribune and six other newsrooms around the nation are on strike for 24 hours. WBBM's Mallory Vorbro. For the first time in the newspaper's history, Chicago Tribune workers went on strike in a dispute over contract negotiations with its hedge fund owner, Alden Global Capital. We're looking for a fair wage that has a good minimum for our workers. Tribune investigative reporter Gregory Pratt says the union has been fighting with their owners for a fair contract for five years. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 11.03 here on WTOP on this Thursday evening, February 1st, 2024. Manassas at 44 and some of us heading down to the 30s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A man is dead after being shot by a Prince George's County police officer in Suitland this evening. Police say officers were called to an apartment complex on Suitland Road for the report of somebody breaking and entering. That officer arrived, he entered the location and encountered one male adult suspect. An exchange happened uh, with that officer. The officer discharged his weapon, uh, striking the adult male one time. That is Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz, in fact Malik Aziz, who says that the man died at the scene. The officer was not injured during this incident. Police say a gun was also recovered on scene. The Maryland Attorney General's Independent Investigations Division is also on scene there in Suitland and taking over the investigation tonight. The commanders finally have a new coach and they went inside the NFC East Division to grab him. The Washington commanders reportedly picked Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn to be their new head coach. And while fans are not very excited, Quinn comes highly recommended from his former team there in Dallas. They hired him after they had the statistically, historically, worst defensive year that they'd had in the history of the franchise. And he came in with a definite idea, a philosophy. He got players to buy into it. Sometimes it's a little unconventional in terms of the way he uses personnel. That is the kind of football mind he has and the kind of buy-in that he gets from his players. That's Cowboys play-by-play voice Brad Sham, who joined us earlier here on WTOP. We caught up with these Commanders fans at Tommy Joe's Sports Bar in Bethesda. They are not excited about Quinn. It's like we brought Ron in again. Just a different guy, different name from our biggest rival, like... It's not a smart idea. No head coach has ever had more second-half losses than this guy that we're picking from Dallas. It's probably an inside job. The Dallas Cowboys connection does have a lot of fans upset. Plus, during Quinn's time as a head coach, he did get to the Super Bowl. He took a big lead over Tom Brady and the Patriots that night, then watched it all fade away. The Pats came all the way back to win that game. Stay with us for more reporting and reaction on the new coach. 11.06 here on WTOP. New tonight as well, a plan to build a casino along Route 7 in Tyson's at the site of an empty car dealership in Fairfax County. That plan has hit a stumbling block. Fairfax now reports a bill that would allow the county to hold a referendum on placing a casino in Tyson's has been tabled until next year. A Virginia Senate subcommittee voted to continue Senate Bill 675 in 2025 so a more in-depth analysis of the potential casino can be done. An apartment building in southwest D.C. is now the focus of a new lawsuit filed by D.C.'s attorney general. The suit filed against the company that manages the building 
says it didn't do anything to protect two black women who say they were harassed by a white man who also lived there. The lawsuit says the man drove by one of the women in the building's parking garage, made a gun gesture with his hand, and pointed it toward her in July of 2020. The same month, Alicia Lendon with the D.C. Attorney General's office says... And another woman he attempted to run over with his car and then spat in her face. And this was right in the middle of the COVID pandemic. The AG is suing UDR, the company that manages the building, for violating the D.C. Human Rights Act. The lawsuit accuses the property manager of doing nothing after the women reported the incidents. One of the women asked to be moved to a different unit. They never offered her any sort of comparable unit that she could move into. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A big development tonight for Metro as it faces a huge budget deficit this year. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser writes in a letter to Metro's board, the district can provide up to $200 million in additional funding to help close the gap. Bowser says along with proposed contributions from Maryland and Virginia, the money should be enough to let Metro avoid any drastic service cuts. But she says Metro must do its part too, including reviewing staffing levels, cutting administrative costs and freezing new capital projects. The letter was co-signed by D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson and Council Member Charles Allen, who heads the Council's Transportation Committee. Metro GM Randy Clark is thanking the D.C. leaders on X. He writes that the financial commitment will help prevent Metro from falling off a fiscal cliff. Coming up here tonight on WTOP, more job cuts at a high-profile Maryland company. And then it's pre-Friday. That means Axios's Anna Spiegel with Axios DC will join us with all things you can do around this weekend, including to celebrate the Year of the Dragon. It's 11.08 on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Still working that major accident on southbound I-295 at uh, Suitland Parkway. A DC roadway operations report that all lanes are shut down. Traffic being diverted on to exit 4. That's for Suitland Parkway. And this is causing the major backups all the way on to the freeway bridge over the Anacostia River. I checked with uh, both DC operations and also DC Metropolitan Police about a possible accident on eastbound 695 right at the ramps to DC 295. They say that neither agency is working an accident there, but they both say that the backups from the crash on Suitland Parkway is causing those delays that are on the freeway bridge over the Anacostia River. Once you get on to uh, the northbound side of I-295 is clear, coming north of the beltway up to the flyover ramp, and uh, no delays either side of DC-295 between the 11th Street Bridge and the city-county line. Got an accident working out in Loudoun County. Uh, Loudoun County Sheriff's Office reports at northbound 28 at Innovation Avenue in Sterling. Two lanes are closed because of the accident activity Work zones going on in Maryland include on Georgia Avenue northbound after Forest Glen Road. One lane is getting by the emergency road work. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. Now we're going to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. No big storms coming our way over the next couple of days, and that is good news to many. We do, however, have... 
have a little small weather maker coming in just after midnight. We've got a chance for some light, spotty showers around the area. And up until about 7 a.m. Friday, chance for a little bit of damp weather and then maybe a sprinkle for the early afternoon on Friday. Temperatures here this evening, 40 to 45 degrees. By morning, 36 to 42, safely above freezing. And for tomorrow afternoon, just shy of 50 degrees. Now, there is a chance of some clearing and maybe a little sunshine late day. The weekend will feature sunshine both Saturday and Sunday. Just shy of 50 degrees for Saturday afternoon, lower 50s on Sunday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now in Upper Marlboro, 42, Woodbridge, 44, D.C., 47. Some of us could be down to the upper 30s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour, and Jeff Claybaugh. Amazon topped the holiday quarter with revenue up 12% from a year earlier. Facebook parent Meta ended the quarter with 2.1 billion active daily users, more than expected. First-time filings for unemployment benefits rose to a two-month high last week. Gaithersburg-based COVID-19 vaccine maker Novavax is cutting another 12% of its workforce. Last year, it eliminated 25% of jobs. The Dow rallied 370 points Thursday. That was 1%. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Most Asia-Pacific markets are higher. Australia is up 1.5%. Tokyo stocks up 1.5%. And South Korea up 2% tonight. But the Shanghai Composite, it is down at this hour by 1%. Still to come here on WTOP, talking about having some fun this weekend, we'll talk to Axios DC's Anna Spiegel. There's inspiration for uh, enjoying the Lunar New Year. Also, afternoon tea. Uh, I won't say a new tradition around D.C., but one that's pretty trendy right now. Stay with us. It's 11-12. The following is a paid message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. For centuries, people have worked the fields, planting crops for sustenance. Farmers who have tilled the soil will tell you that this work takes great patience because the fruits of their labor can be affected by many factors. Wind, rain, snow, temperature, and more. The growing season takes months to produce a bountiful harvest. This reality is an analogy to our personal lives. Many times we work hard to help ourselves and others, but lament when we don't see immediate results. When we doubt if our daily efforts, sacrifices, acts of faith, and good deeds are making a difference, remember the promise of Jesus. He assures us that the smallest seeds we plant will grow in miraculous ways. Give the Lord your very best today. He will do the rest. Still ahead here on WTOP, a street fight connected to the redevelopment of an old hospital around here. Stay with us. That's later this half hour. Now 11-13. I'm still going for it, even with higher stroke risk from atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Over a three-year study, Eliquis Apixaban tablets reduced stroke risk better than warfarin, and over 97% of Eliquis patients did not experience a stroke. 
A first stroke occurred in 2.9% of warfarin patients versus 2.3% of Eliquis patients. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without asking your doctor. It may increase your stroke risk. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding, unusual bruising, or tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. Medications such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners may increase bleeding risk. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now, 1114, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. The weekend is almost here. It's time to put together your plans for those precious few hours away from the job. Lunar New Year brings in the Year of the Dragon, February 10th. There are ways to celebrate all month long, though. Anna Spiegel with Axios DC joined us earlier with some arts and cultural events connected to Lunar New Year and, of course, stuff to eat as well. And, you know, the great thing is a lot of them mix food and art and culture. Uh, this Saturday, the National Museum of Asian Art is hosting a free family festival that celebrates Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese traditions. You're going to find dance performances, craft making, storytelling, and, you know, some of that great food we talked about. Yeah, there's a Lantern Festival in Tyson's as well. I I believe it's uh, running through most of the month, right? Yes, it's running through mid-month, and that's going on right now. There's over a 1,000 handmade lanterns that represent different zodiac symbols, so that's very cool. Um, And another thing this month is the D.C. Chinese Lunar New Year Parade. That's on February 11th. That goes through Chinatown, and it's really fun. You have the dragon dancers and a big firecracker finale, and you can get some dim sum or something at the great restaurants nearby. So you mentioned some of them already have food, but uh, let's exclusively (laughs) focus on the food. What are we going to eat to celebrate beyond that dim sum? So many great options. You know, Chef Peter Chang, one of our most famous uh, Chinese chefs in the D.C. area. He's hosting a New Year dinner at his D.C. restaurant on February 8th and also a temple fair at his Bethesda restaurant with a bunch of great guest chefs from around the DMV. There are so many options, but the Fried Rice Collective is the team behind Chico and Anju. They're doing a ton of stuff this month. They have a late-night kickoff party um, on February 9th with a Korean couple from Magpie and the Tiger. They're doing a dumpling class. They have a tea ceremony. So you can check their site to see all the great things they're doing. That sounds great, and we remind people that we're always just skimming the surface here uh, as to what we discussed. So go to Axios DC to read a lot more down to every detail. And I have to tell you how much I love the local trends that come through here. These days around the DMV, we are doing as the British do and having afternoon tea plus the yummy snacks that go along with that. Where should we go for tea and uh, sandwiches and sweets? Yeah, you know, so it's peak tea season right now. There are a lot of fun options. If you're looking for something like, you know, a little more casual, as casual as tea can be, um, Lauderay in Georgetown, it's, you know, actually a French bakery, but they have, you know, a daily tea time menu that has finger sandwiches and macarons. You know, it starts at, I think, 60 for adults and 35 for kids, which, you know, going for the going rate of tea is pretty good. Um, but if you want something really fancy, the Four Seasons in Georgetown is kind of the queen of the tea scene right now. They have a chef that's coming from British Columbia and they have, you know, real royal sweets like Battenberg cakes and scones uh, used from a recipe from uh, Buckingham Palace. So if you want to do it up, that's a good one to go to. And there's one in Silver Spring too, right? Right? Is it uh, more fancy or more casual or somewhere yeah. in the middle? 
Zinnia, I think it's more in the middle. You know, it's in the um, century-old uh, former Mr. K's Toll House space, and they do tea on weekends. You can reserve in advance. I think they're booked through February, so you can make – I actually just made a reservation for March. Um, and it's more casual. You know, it's in their cafe. I think it's around 70 a person um, and, you know, much less for kids. And you still get, you know, wonderful teas and sweets and little sandwiches. Sounds, sounds great. Uh, finally, it is considered one of D.C.'s best – date night bars called the Dabney Cellar reopening on Sunday. Can you briefly give us the whole backstory uh, of the closing and what this is all about? Yes, absolutely. So it's the wine bar from the folks behind the Dabney, which is a Michelin star restaurant. They opened right before the pandemic and they closed, uh, you know, because it's an intimate cellar bar with only 24 seats. So it's not great for, you know, the March 2020 crowd. Um, but they are reopening this Sunday. They're only reopening Sunday and Monday to start. Um, and they have fantastic wines, cocktails, you know, snacks like oysters and country hams and biscuits and then small plates as well. Anna Spiegel with Axios DC on Skype. For more local events and happenings this weekend and beyond, head on over to WTOP.com. Our roundup of things to do in the D.C. area comes out every Thursday. And the top stories right now on WTOP, the Washington Commanders turn the page and pick Dan Quinn as their new head coach. Quinn was most recently the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. The March trial date for former President Trump's election interference case dropped from a D.C. court Uh, schedule tonight. And Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin apologizes for a lack of transparency in his recent hospitalization and cancer surgery. Keep it here for details. Next, we're going to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Lots of activity in Washington, including the continued closure southbound I-295. This is on the approach to Suitland Parkway and uh, D.C. Roadway Operations report that traffic is being diverted onto Exit 4 for Suitland Parkway. There were, uh, were reports of another accident on the eastbound side of 695, the freeway, on the approach to D.C. 295. But they say there's uh, neither uh, Roadway Operations or D.C. Metro Police Department say they're working an accident there. So it looks like this is backup so because of this crash on the southbound side of I-295 at Suitland Parkway. Once you make it to DC-295, they'll coming south of DC or 695, coming south of the freeway across the uh, freeway bridge over the Anacostia. You're not seeing any delays either side of DC-295. Then we've got police activity in Washington Northeast, shutting down Benning Road in either direction between Oklahoma Avenue and Maryland Avenue. In Bethesda, watch out for the gas leak, shutting down the westbound side of East-West Highway, Maryland 410, between Pearl Road and Wisconsin Avenue. Also have the work going on in Woodbridge and in Prince William County. This is the accident shutting down eastbound Prince William Parkway between Old Bridge Road and, and uh, Elm Farm Road. Johns Hopkins Cancer Care in the greater Washington area with renowned cancer experts in the community, including at Sibley and Suburban Hospitals. Find out more at HopkinsCancerDC.org. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. All right, Ken, now we're going to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First alert, Chief Meteorologist. Another weathermaker moving in. This one will bring some spotty light showers to the area. Not a lot of rain. We certainly don't need it. It's our third wettest winter on record. So here this evening, 40 to 45 degrees. We're overcast by Friday morning, 36 to 42. Your temperature range. In the afternoon's temperatures will be just under 50 degrees. Your best chance of those spotty showers will be prior to 7 a.m. And then for the early afternoon, maybe just a sprinkle. I'm 7 News. Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. In Hyattsville, it's 45, Herndon 46, Foggy Bottom 47. Some of us could drop to the upper 30s late tonight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. 
Still ahead on WTOP, a lot of people reaching out for help to the nation's crisis and suicide hotlines. The only trouble is, are there enough people to answer the phone and to read emails and text messages from people in need? We'll go a little more in depth on that next. Here are the top questions from homeowners in the new year. Can my roof survive another winter? And can my bank account survive if my roof doesn't? Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the answer. Roofing done right the first time and roofing priced like it was last year. That's right. To keep their crews working this winter, PJ Fitzpatrick will set all prices back a year and guarantee your estimate for all of 2024. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee. Are you a victim of the timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation expert. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. All you need to do is give my office a call. I will send you a timeshare exit information kit absolutely free, explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free info kit, 800-522-5700, 800-522-5700. It's 1122. Agencies are using automation to secure their networks with zero trust. Brian Dack, the director of solutions engineering at Okta, says AI will help accelerate those efforts. To cut down on some of the noise that help desks and admins are dealing with, they can get a platform that provides that automation. AI is going to raise the level of what that automation can do and, and the ability for it to intelligently make decisions. To learn more, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Okta. With federal cybersecurity on the line, agencies are harnessing the power of modern identity and AI to supercharge their defenses. But technology moves fast and you need to keep up. That's why you need our free webinar, AI and Automation in Zero Trust Architectures. Learn from government and industry leaders and be ready for the future of cybersecurity today. Register now at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Okta. That's federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Okta. O-K-T-A. 1123. Glad you're here tonight. The Nationals, or rather Nations, Crisis and Suicide Hotlines estimate that they've helped nearly 7 million people in just the past couple of years. But those call centers are struggling to hire enough helpers. The agency overseeing the National 988 Crisis Hotline says it's not only getting a record number of suicide calls, but the people taking the calls are getting burned out on the stress. That's making it harder to find, hire, and train crisis call experts. It's been just two years since the Biden administration simplified a much longer suicide hotline number. Experts now asking Congress for more funds to train and keep the counselors answering those calls. That's ABC's Andy Field tonight. The group redeveloping the old Prince George's Hospital in Chevrolet now wants to connect the property to the town. It wants to do this through annexation and the opening of a couple of residential streets. WTOP's John Doman tells us it's causing a street fight of sorts. Technically, the hospital property isn't in the town of Chevrolet, but the hope is the new development there would change that. And developers and some town leaders want to open up Lockwood Road and Inwood Street to the property, arguing... We do feel it is best suited to, to serve the retail that we've heard that you all want to see on the site, and we ourselves want to see on the site. Teddy Swift is with Urban Atlantic, the developer behind the project, but not everyone who lives there thinks residential roads need to open up to make the retailers come. It's a lot of cars, it's a lot of traffic. You also have the crazy drivers speeding down the road. Another survey is being sent to Chevrolet residents this month to get their feedback, which will be used to make the decision. 
John Dome in WTOP News. A girl was stabbed during a fight at a middle school in Montgomery County earlier today. The weapon was a box cutter. It happened just before 2 p.m. at Benjamin Banneker Middle School in Burtonsville. Two girls involved in this fight with both taken to the hospital with minor injuries. 11.25. Sports at 25 and 55. And Rob Woodfork. The commanders reportedly filling the NFL's last head coaching vacancy with Dan Quinn. So now it's just a matter of his staff. The now former Cowboys defensive coordinator and ex-Falcons head coach is reportedly bringing highly regarded assistant Joe Witt Jr. to be his defensive coordinator. He was with him in Dallas and Atlanta. And ESPN is reporting UCLA coach Chip Kelly is a potential candidate for offensive coordinator, a move that would further inflame fans who feel like Quinn's ire is basically Ron Rivera 2.0, but in the D.C. Sports Huddle, Dave Preston points out, Quinn had three years as a defensive coordinator after he was relieved of his duties in Atlanta, whereas Rivera was still on the treadmill and didn't even have time to breathe or self-evaluate. We've talked about how Quinn has self-evaluated his time, what went well, what did not. He's had three years to think about that. Mm. How would I do what I did in 2015 differently? Ron Rivera was like, all right, let's just try to do things better. The full episode of the D.C. Sports Huddle is on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We also discuss.